0: that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DDW Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18.
1: And I have to Welcome to another episode of Scatter Chatter This week, uh, we're just going to introduce ourselves It's a new year, we're doing new things Uh, 2020, I think my co-host may be joining us or not I think he's in the middle of something So I'll kind of kick things off a little bit Uh, A lot of you probably don't know who the hell I am Or what the F I do My name is Jess Ray Uh, name is Ray and um, I come from a artistic background. Um, I just want to kind of like let you know who you're listening to. I've been designing for maybe all of maybe 20 plus years. Uh, I've been using Photoshop since version I don't know, version two five maybe before layers. Um, using a version of Illustrator that was not really Illustrator. It was called Macromedia Freehand. And, yeah, Macromedia was the thing back in the day. That and Kai Power or What had got me into things was, I believe, I think it was around junior high school. Uh, My father, he wanted to get into doing desktop publishing. That's what they called it back in the day really old data term. Um, and he had a friend that owned a print shop. And back in the days there was it was hard to do desktop publishing without cutting film and laying it into actual film cutouts along with using I believe it was Quark Express at the time before InDesign got really popular. So I would come out to Los Angeles and do a lot of design work. Um, in uh, what do you call it? I would do a lot of design work in After and in, 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 uh, Photoshop, and no Illustrator. i think there's free lessons. But, uh, free lessons I think 5.0. I'm taking five because I've used it up to eight I come the and do a lot of stuff. I was mainly doing a lot of cards and two color flyers. Right, so. so basically, what I would do is take a lot of Photoshop backgrounds from magazines and ladies, or of yeah. any type of cool background, and just do some cool stuff and add like a high kind of power, power tools toil to it. And add a color on it and then do some type of mixed stuff Mod pods of typography on top of it. Usually using I think it was called donde script or something. Is it was either that or it was some version of self Yeah, And uh there was a more stuff that looked like it was like glass broken up. So we would do a lot of like flyers for people and design business cards. And then we started getting into uh well, I didn't really learn too much about branding, it was meaning like that was just the basis of it. There was no really, like, photo manipulation or anything like that. And my mentor at the time was doing a lot of, like, you know, photography stuff. Not necessarily doing photography, but getting key art. Doing CDs and other things from other record companies and just from other people randomly and just taking out and doing really cool stuff with it. So he'd been in the game for a minute. So I was doing a lot of design work. I'll come on here and we other summer and just do this heavy design. Work. I mean, that shop was going like every minute. There was a new person coming in ordering business cards. It was a two color business card just with a basic outline. We'll do like the film in the back. We we're using all the metal plates. Sometimes paper plates were primarily metal plates. And was burning stuff onto the film and then just go ahead and run it on a two color press like that press was just running hot like every day. It seemed like it just never stopped.
0: So, there was a lot
1: of business cards, flyers, brochures, door hangs. Uh, there was a lot of out to cut out. I had to hand cut a lot of business cards with a guillotine chopper a lot, which was fun. for the would be so after doing a lot of that graphic stuff, I wanted to take a little harder in my phone time I was a bit worried I was going to do a lot of like, reading and research on special effects, moving making, things of that nature.
0: So then I started
1: we to, to in to premiere in web graphics at the time before I was probably her in other types pre-cut HTML editors or whatnot. We basically had to use simple text or some version of simple or text or notepad to do code and then actually find the images and hopefully those images worked out in those grids that we make up when we do the dry mock-ups for the web pages. The interactivity wasn't as awesome as it was, as it is now because we were really relying on the javascript to work out out. but I digress Uh, so I was doing a lot of movie stuff like little clips and things and I got affiliated with uh, a friend of mine who wanted to do do a music video show I use this I keep using this reference a lot I tell a lot of people this Uh, he wanted to do a music show so I would do a lot of the focus for him and I was using what program was it Strata Studio Pro 3D, studio, max, I think maybe Lightwave, to do a lot of the 3D stuff. Again, I started learning how to use After Effects. So I do a lot of motion graphic work based upon some of the illustrations I made in Illustrator. So I was doing a lot of that. But then during that time, I was attending the Art Institute of Atlanta. So I was doing the Art the letter thing and then I got involved in the student body government and doing a lot of that and I got to meet a lot of like great professors a lot of people that were doing film some people won awards some people didn't and I got to like really understand what it is the, the basics of like design branding and all the different elements that are involved in doing graphics because it wasn't just about just Finding a graphic and putting it together, and just making it happen. It was more of like conceptualizing, using white space, using using the full space, or using grid systems. How it, to actually uh, illustrate properly so it looks like something, or there's a story behind every little bit and graphic that you do. And then also using other elements to combine into your graphic art. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. because unfortunately I actually I don't know what, uh, I think our particular direction was, it, what's funny is it was an Asian-American magazine. I am not Asian. Not anywhere close. But he was a good friend of mine, and I was just like, hey, you know what, let's just do it. Uh, both of our parents had to the project, I think the moment it's like a fire issue, and we've been on projects. At the time, a friend was a so I'm going to be a DJ, me to that and some guy like I knew in high school but he wasn't that guy somebody else he was like no nah. and I was like hey what are you listening to and I the time he one of those weird yellow uh, Sony walkmans. I don't know if you guys remember that I was kind of dating myself and then he played that on the cassette I think it was a great player or a CD it was the actual cassette and he played uh, some songs by LTJ Bluecomb and some other person so, you know, we got into that, and then we just started, like, talking, and he was like, hey, man, let's do a magazine. He's like, my girlfriend, and she's a writer, like, she wants to do a uh, magazine, so let's do it. I'm like, all right, why not? So we did it. We people we definitely are those people club owners, other business owners. Like, fine artists, not like the kind that are, like, just doing drawings for the hell of it, where, like, people that are, like making murals and building, uh, I don't know what you call it, sculptures. They're using, like, hardcore, like, materials and resources and fire, flame, and torches. We did articles with them. We had models. It was a whole thing. So that was a, a very interesting period of time. Um, and there was a lot of, like, long nights. It was not easy. We were just college kids doing our assignments spending the night at each other's houses and just, like, cranking stuff out, like, over, like, a three-day period. We would have, like, really tight deadlines. Like, we would literally take turns at the computer just designing. And I believe at some point in time we actually fell asleep at the keyboard. I don't know if any of you guys watched on Netflix, uh, Inside Bill's Brain, where I think one of his coding partners, I forget what the guy's name was, talked about how... Bill Gates would sit and code at the computer and literally fall asleep at the keyboard and then wake back up and just continue right where he left off. That's exactly where we were. We would, like, be in the middle of using Port Express somewhere about the imported image and then literally fall asleep because it was taking so long because we were using such big imagery. I mean, this is the back in the days when there wasn't... When DSLR was getting started, we actually had to, like, go get go to a place, I believe we went to a place called Alpha Graphics. We'd go get drum scans from the photographer and it was actually filmed. I think our favorite thing we were using was Fuji Chrome because it was the colors were vivid, but we didn't get a chance to do a lot of color correction with our color grading. We would just straight up get it, scan it. Do what we had to do and then drop it in there and then hope for the best that the image would take and wouldn't take it all. So then we even got to the point where we are just like, you know what we'll do, we actually, I think we actually got a scanner, and we actually just scanned film for the filler, and then while we waited for the film to get scanned in the drum scanner, we would use the filler images as uh, for placement only, and then when we got the actual images, we would replace them with the high-end images so we could put them out, so we're going back and forth and I think we did digital press. We didn't actually go to, like, print because the print was so expensive. But nowadays, I believe you can just go and just do digital print. So that's a whole other side thing. So I did a lot of graphics, heavy uh, print. I did TV. And then before I think I left Atlanta, I wound up winning the American Sweetheart Award for public television with my friend's music video show. So at the time, they had a lot of, like, uh, public television. I don't know if they even still do that anymore. What if they do? The table television. a public television, actually, we had a show it was called Anointed Jam,
0: and I did a lot of
1: the bumpers, and we wound up winning Best Graphics for, I think, two years straight because of the stuff I did. And he was using, I think it was like a weird Betamax tape or something weird we are going to use those for the show because that, that was the show format. And they were like these really massive cassette, VHS something. I don't know what they were. But you recorded and edited, and we would get a lot of, like, new videos from a lot of new artists. And then we would just mix in my like, stuff with that, and it seemed to work. And uh, during that, I think one of the years that we won the award, I actually got to attend an Adobe conference, and I won Premiere 5.0 from Adobe. And I took it home. I started working with it, and I would just, like, do all kinds of, like, little weird stuff. Uh, I remember times where I would just take some of the film clips and take them apart and turn them into keyframes and just, like, put graphics on and just see what happened or how they would animate. It's, like, some really weird, cool technique that people are talking about. But then also, later night, I, think there was, I forget, there was this weird, like, sex show, uh, I think it was like cinematography or behind the scenes or something like that. I think that's the magazine. But there's a show, like, behind the scenes, and uh, they would talk about what uh, what people were doing. Behind the scenes for special effects for all kinds of films and stuff like that, and I would actually record the shows and re- rewind them and look at how like some of the really top top high end effects artists would like use like the tools and things like that. So I would catch. The art for Blade Runner. He's my favorite artist. I love him. He's one of my favorites. I actually went to see him at Forest Lawn, and he inspired a lot of my my work. And how I was able to just stay on top of work because he was always saying just be the best that you can be, and learn every intricate deep detail you can about the artwork, mm-hmm. so that when you put it in there, people see it and they it's believable. And then later on, he he kind of talk about setting the trend for futurism, So I kind of, like, try to incorporate that into my work even today. But also another heavy influence in my work is a lot of, like, graffiti and, like, EDM and, and anime art because at the time also I wanted to kind of, like, digress. We did a lot of uh, Florida work. I did I work in L.A., but then in Atlanta, there was the, the drumming, I don't know if you want to call it EDM scene or the jungler scene was really big where they were using, like, anime graphics along with Photoshop graphics. And one of the really big promoters back then was uh, Liquid Groove, and they were using a lot of, like, just crazy just vector art. So me and my friend really got hooked on just using crazy vector art with 3D. Uh, I believe one of the most impressive things I did was when we advertised our graphic design services, And I created a butterfly. I don't know if I have it. If I ever find it, I believe I mentioned in one episode I did a Reddit. If I find it, I will post that weird butterfly thing that I did. But I was into creating insects because I will watch uh, the MTV summer show. And during the summer, when they did their spring, spring break, when they used to do their spring break, their graphics were so crazy. And I believe at the time, I forget what the name of this guy, this guy, he was like this drum and bass artist, big time, he's Indian, he had this album called Anoka, it was like a blue thing, it was like really digital, a lot of glitch and stuff like that, but they would do a lot of like
2: Well, in my experience, it started in 1990 when I started um, um, Ice Cube, America's Most Wanted album, and
1: um, then we started
2: for um, his death certificate record, Um, but it was just trying to, at that point in time, it was just kind of uncharted territory for us in um, hip-hop. And we were just trying to find our our ground, and just get the music out to the people. Um, um, marketing promotion is is just pretty much um, an extension of water mouth. It is just really you're you're going out and trying to give a person a reason to pay attention to you, and the product and service that you're pushing. Um, and from hip hop, we did R and B, we did movies. Um, it moved over to electronic music, um, jazz, soul. Um, but I, I guess listening in, um, the marketing is different because now there's more visuals that are in play. Um, visuals play a right. very, very big role as far as getting the music and the, even the artists out to other people. So. Um, okay. I mean, and I'm not coming back to, to what you were speaking on before. Uh, um, visuals can be anything in it for an artist.
1: Okay. So what – okay, so uh, you want to talk about how – I think talk about how we met. Didn't we meet through – we met through Jason, or was it at – Fox was our first introduction. Was that when we first met?
2: Um, with you and I? Yeah. Um I think my first encounter with you was with Jason with Rock Graphics, of course. Um Okay. I think um after that, um, even though we had a, a common person um, in the introduction, you and I found similarities, um, uh, sim, you know, similar do we like exploring in common, um, and it just kind of got stronger from there. Um, I didn't think of anything. I, I didn't think of um, anyone as a, a stranger so I could openly engage and talk with anyone about any subject. And Uh uh, I think our our bond kind of grew out of the fact that I wanted to get to know you more. I wanted to see how you vibe as an individual and not as you just being a part of rock graphic design.
1: Okay. Yeah, and then I used to... Do you mind me, Mitch? I used to come over to the job over at uh, the spot.
2: Um, yeah. Um, uh, I like the fact that um, that our bond was reciprocated. It wasn't just me wanting to get to know you, it was actually you wanting to get to know me. Um, yeah. That's that's where your fellowships, that's where your kinships um, come from. That's where they sprout from. Um, so coming into my natural work habitat, you know, um, uh, I found that to be refreshing. And, again, it was oh, cool. still kick building up
1: kick it, Kick it back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Just hanging out, you know what I'm saying? So, again, it was <clears throat> those kinships, that fellowship, being able to just go out and chill or go get something to eat and, and you know spend time with one another. Um that can that can take you from acquaintance to friends to you know family. You know what I'm saying? Right. That that's that's how kinships work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good times though. Like in the office. A lot of interesting yeah, conversations.
2: Man. Yeah, yeah. I agree.
1: Yeah, and then we uh, the parties that we used to go to the uh, the album release party. Yeah,
2: yeah. never a dull moment. That was for sure. Um, Wait,
1: did we ever have a crazy story of any of them that we went to? Nothing. Wait, um, the Chris the Chris Brown party, bro. Um,
2: were you,
1: Sony, were you there? You were there with us, but you weren't near us. I think it was me, you, and DJ Mysterio.
2: Yeah. Um, it was a mean greet for uh, Chris Brown. He was just coming out with the first record. Um, right. Um, I had already had been playing the music um, for quite some time, and it's gained some momentum, and I felt proud to be a part of you know, that, that small nucleus that had faith in the talent uh-huh. that was to be Chris Brown. Um, um, and, and meeting up with some folks, um, uh, a good friend of mine who was, who was a representative for the record label, um, uh, coming to find out that, uh, um, his manager was an acquaintance of mine from, um, a different record label's, um, interactions. So it was pretty cool.
1: Um,
2: but like I was never though moment.
1: Yeah, on okay, so I I don't know if you were there. You I think you were right next to me. Uh, we were just having fun mind our business. And some girls got to Um I
2: I vaguely remember. This. Um, um, I remember. Um, I didn't get too involved. I think you broke it
1: up. You broke it up.
2: Um, I, it. Well, I, I guess you can give me credit for that. You know. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm like, hey, I, I'll, I'll take. I'll take, take trying to have a good time tonight. Yeah.
2: I like to be
1: a, a decent mediator. Yeah, it's like I'm, we're not having that tonight. It's supposed to be like a chill night. Yeah. We just we're here to kick right. it, have a good time, have some drinks. You know what I'm saying? You go to your side of the room. We'll stay over here. We're just gonna keep JD. it popping. Yeah, go to your respective corners. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then right. y'all can go home afterwards. Y'all can do what y'all want after it's back. We're not doing that here. Right. And then there was the uh, right. Okay, do can we talk about the buzz? Sure. The the buzz was um, the dude brought, brought his brought his burner. Um. Are we
2: talking about buzz? Or are we talking about specific um? That happened at the buzz.
1: The what happened at the buzz?
2: Well. Let's give them some background. The Buzz um, was a promotion. Yeah. It was hosted where we were having a... Uh, we turned um, a roller into into um, queen. Um, so it was uh, skating, dancing. Uh, we had a kind of did the opera. They um, made like, a bar. We had a VIP area. And again, we did it like, well, you know, teen nightclub, you know what I'm saying? So the the whole spiel. And um, I remember um, the running promotion for it was the bug spreading. And you've just been infected. And we did this crazy campaign to try and go in front of, you know, high schools and colleges and just get people involved.
1: Right. That was the bug. I remember and that. We ran that for about
2: did that about four years Crazy. I
1: thought it was five Yeah but it was off the chain though
2: I believe it was um, Again you know um, Not trying to toot a horn But I guess It's a good toot a horn <laughs>
1: you, got, you got a win-win section
2: <laughs> Yeah 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 Meet uh, my, ro- oh, my ro-
1: Little
2: girl Oh they had lunch Okay So, yeah, I mean, um, so, I mean, there was, there was, I guess there was never really a dull moment with the buzz either. Um, Just like all parties, you can always have crazy and wild times there, too. So, prepare for it, be able to with it, you know? I think, you know, I, not only doubt stranger to someone, I guess if I needed to de escalate a situation to be being killed to do that. Hmm. I guess that's a total gift that I had. So it's cool.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, just telling people just but calm man. down. 'Cause I think I I think I heard you get mad like one time with somebody and then but that was like it, like ever. All right.
2: Um, sometimes it's not out, fun.
1: It's not pretty. Cool.
2: And, no, it's not. It's not attractive at all. But sometimes you get a little <laughs> bit loud and it carries it. You know, I have a pretty big. Um, I try and stay mellow until I can't be mellow anymore. And, you know. Yeah. Sometimes. Not all the time, but.
1: And you just gotta like sometimes just let people have it. But yeah. So that's yeah, yeah Pretty much the, yeah. that's pretty much the, the history of things. Uh in the beginning I think we have In the beginning. In the beginning. So uh I think that's all folks. Uh so that's pretty much how me and Mr. Willem became friends At all. Uh next yeah. week, uh we got some we're about to get really hot on some topics uh, after this week, uh, so stay tuned. There's gonna be some giveaways stay and all kind of good things. Let's let's get to let's get to episode twenty one, y'all. Tell a friend. That's right. Tune in or, or download it. And uh, Will no is on Facebook Live. Like what what days, Will? Are you doing Facebook Live?
2: Um, I got Mondays, uh, um, Thursdays. My friends want me to expand until Friday, but I'm not there yet. Um, okay. But um, because you know, they want to party over the weekend or just kind of, kind of do their own thing. So pretty much Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. Um, we're running that. We're running that about um, seven o'clock uh, Central Standard Time. Typically running until about nine o'clock Central Standard Time. So that's kind of like your um, West Coast, you know. And what's you know,
1: what's Will your uh, what's your name on on Facebook so that people can tune in?
2: Just check me out, Will Nesbitt I got this nice grown man beard going on. Will Nesbitt man, I got my LA <laughs> cap going on. You know, you know, represent that West Coast, <laughs> baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah. All right. So okay. yeah, check us out, man.
1: Alright, so that's it folks So that's our friendship And uh, be good to each other Make some friends Be, yeah. cool, be cool to each other And you be know, cool, keep it man. casual
2: Very casual, man <laughs>
1: Alright, All right, Will And alright listeners We'll see you guys next there week Alright Peace
0: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you What do you do when you win?